Elon Musk, one of the most innovative minds on Earth, made history again when the company he co-founded became the first 100% foreign-owned automaker in China in September 2019. I'm talking about Tesla. Musk opened Tesla Gigaplant in Shanghai in the middle of a fierce US-China trade war. He did so against the warnings of his own government. Like many other CEOs, Musk was deeply drawn to the opportunities offered by the vast Chinese market. And everything seemed to be going well, until last month. Early February, in a surprising move, five Chinese government bodies joined forces and demanded that Tesla abide by Chinese laws. Will innovation and efficiency be enough for Tesla to win the hearts of the Chinese government? Can Elon Musk succeed in one of the trickiest places to do business in the world? I'm Sharon, and this is Straight Talk. Tesla had been trying to set up an assembly plant for its electric cars in China for months. The company was paying 25% import duties for all cars sold to China. By the time the cars were delivered to China, ready for sale, the price would far exceed what average Chinese could afford. For Tesla, the solution was simple, to source and assemble in China, reducing costs and avoiding import duties. But the Chinese authorities wanted two things from Tesla before granting its wish. First, they wanted Tesla to form a joint venture with Chinese partners, who are usually, if not always, competing enterprises owned by the Chinese state. Secondly, they wanted Tesla to hand over its technology. So, not only does the Chinese government want to partake in ongoing profit and control of those companies, but it also wants them to transfer technology at the expense of their future prospect. What a wonderful deal it would be for the Chinese government. Those rules may sound ridiculous, but they have been aggressively enforced. Well, these conditions were naturally not acceptable to our smart businessman like Elon Musk. Tesla said no to both. After all, technology is what Tesla is all about. So the impasse went on for months. At one point, Musk admitted to analysts that it would be a while before they could start making cars in China. Then something happened and things were turned around. It was Beijing starting to feel the pressure from the trade war with the US. It also felt increasingly isolated as other Western countries followed the US lead. Beijing badly needed foreign investment and good publicity to boost its international and domestic image. So the Chinese authorities decided to make an exception by allowing Tesla Shanghai to operate as a 100% foreign entity. They were even willing to forget about the technology transfer, for the time being anyway. Elon Musk couldn't resist opportunity. He went against the US government's warning and accepted the deal. It was a risky move. I will tell you why in just a few minutes. Musk was excited. He danced at the opening of his Shanghai plant, like how a rocket scientist was expected to dance, I guess, and sang praises of the Chinese officials for their efficient work. It looked like a win-win situation, with both sides getting what they wanted, didn't it? Well, I think we should first take a look at what Tesla promised the Chinese government. 
Before we do that, you need to bear in mind that the Chinese government owns all land in China, every inch of it, including the land leased to Tesla. Based on Tesla's filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission back in the States, we learned Tesla promised its Chinese landlord that it would invest $2 billion US dollars over five years. In addition, it would generate a minimum tax revenue of $320 million US dollars a year starting in 2023. That is, of course, on top of the $140 million US dollars they paid to the Chinese government to use the land. What does this mean for Tesla? Tesla Gigaplan Shanghai will have to produce at least 500,000 cars a year to be able to meet the demands. That is equivalent of its entire global sales in 2020. Tesla China would have to work like crazy to achieve that. If you think these targets are harsh, well, have a look at what Tesla filed in their SEC Form 10-Q dated July 29, 2019. If we are unwilling or unable to meet such target or obtain periodic project approvals in accordance with the Chinese government's standard terms for such arrangements, we will be required to revert the site to local government and receive compensation for the remaining value of the land lease, buildings and fixtures. Let this sink in for a moment. What exactly was agreed between the two parties? Number one, the Chinese government, as a landlord, will seize the land rental and shut down the plant if Tesla fails to meet the targets. Number two, Tesla will need to obtain periodic project approvals from the Chinese government. Tesla, like all other businesses in Shanghai, or in China for that matter, should have all required licenses to start its operation. Why would the Chinese government want to review and projects periodically? Do you know what I'm thinking? This is a clause designed to ensure that the Chinese government has control over Tesla's operation on a more regular basis and maintains leverage over the company even when they have met their tough targets. It seems to me that the Chinese government has enough cards up its sleeve to push Tesla around. Now you see why I felt it was risky for Tesla to go into business with the Chinese government on seemingly favorable terms. It could be a trap. Looking at these terms, I am feeling a little nervous for Elon Musk. Things were going well. For a while, Tesla sales in China in 2020 more than doubled. Its Model 3 became the most popular electric vehicle in the whole of China. And thanks to hard work and innovation, Tesla Shanghai is on track to achieve the capacity of 500,000 cars by the end of this year. Remember, this is a level needed for Tesla to meet the targets set out in the agreement with the Chinese government. Tesla's share price went through the roof, surging more than 700% in 2020. The company is now worth more than 100 billion US dollars. But the warm fuzzy atmosphere has started to turn sour. In February, just this past month, five Chinese government bodies suddenly demanded that Tesla strictly follow Chinese laws and regulations. They cited consumer complaints about abnormal acceleration, battery fires, etc. They asked that Tesla strengthen internal management and quality control. They also demanded in a public statement that Tesla must effectively safeguard public safety and the interest of Chinese consumers. 
Tesla Shanghai responded swiftly that it sincerely accepted the guidance of government departments and that it had deeply reflected on its shortcomings. It is hard for me to imagine Elon Musk being this humble to authorities in the States. Xinhua Newsnet and China Central Television, both heavyweight state media outlets, weighed in with opinion pieces. Xinhua News implied that Tesla made a huge fortune off Chinese consumers with substandard products. People familiar with how the Chinese regime works can tell you, repeated negative coverage by Xinhua and China Central Television is not to be taken lightly. They often offer a glimpse into the fate of the party involved. The most alarming comments yet came from Mr. Guan Xuejun, CEO of a popular car sales website. He alleged that Tesla cars may be used as tools to collect intelligence within China by Americans. He said, looking at the Tesla car today, all of its radar systems and cameras work like the eyes of a dog used by spies in the old days. Tesla's communication rides on the U.S. Army system, so this may sound shocking, but considering Tesla cars are being sold everywhere in China, buyers may very well include people working in the intelligence field. This means all of their important information will be transmitted to the U.S. Army. His views quickly went viral. In China, nothing goes viral unless the Chinese Communist Party wants it to go viral. It looks like there is a concerted effort to slow down Tesla. Why would they do that? Since Tesla entered the Chinese market, it has lowered the prices on cars 59 times globally. It recently reduced the price of Model Y in China by more than 20%. Tesla is doing what it does best, achieving cost savings through innovating and improving efficiency, and passing the savings on to consumers. What a fabulous thing, isn't it? not necessarily in China. The rapid price reductions allowed Tesla to blaze into the price range where Chinese domestic electric car makers used to dominate. A few domestic players were just happy to be around to receive government subsidies. Now they're facing existential problems. Behind those companies, there are always people in positions of power. Indeed, Tesla is working too well, too fast. But how can it afford not to? It has to meet those tough targets set by the Chinese government, remember? Do you see the predicament Tesla is in? Yet how the Chinese government can be happy when they see Tesla doing so well as a 100% foreign company with zero technology transfer? In this case, innovation and efficiency will not only upset the Chinese players, but may also further strain Tesla's relations with the authorities. The Chinese government will never be happy until they get the technology they want. Will Elon Musk and Tesla outsmart the Chinese regime? Let's wait and see. This is it for today. I hope you have enjoyed today's video. Please support this channel by sharing and liking the video. More importantly, please subscribe and turn on your notification for future episodes. Thank you for watching and see you next time.